AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Hello and welcome to another special cybersecurity episode of the AI in Action podcast. I am your host, John Petherbridge. Today's guest is Adnan Ahmed, who is the Chief Information Security Officer at Ornua in Dublin. In this podcast, Adnan focuses on the importance of OT security and protecting manufacturing sites from cyber attacks. Join us now as Adnan shares his outlook on cybersecurity. I have vast interest on um, cybersecurity, especially around the personal data and also the organizational data. And this okay. leads me to uh, a career in cybersecurity. My interest around the cloud computing, Microsoft technology, AI, and also IoT, they're all linked with cybersecurity because you have to decide how you are going to make sure that you offer this solution without uh, compromising on security. Um, cybersecurity, in my opinion, is for everyone from the government to large-scale organizations, even individual business owners, to make sure that they are protecting the data uh, for their own selves and also for the organization. Um, the data is spread everywhere, so we need to make sure if we can protect it, uh, we have to take accountability of where we are copying the data, uh, whichever platform we are using it, and to make sure that the data, where it's going, how we are protecting it, and how we make sure that we are uh, securing our data ourselves and for the organization. Yeah, it's, it's very much a um, a collective uh, focus as opposed to just a, a division that, that overlooks it within a business, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So, so Adnan, you are the, the Chief Information Security Officer and the Head of ICT at Ornua. Um, tell me a bit about Ornua and, and, and how, you, how, you, uh, how you got, what, what attracted you to them in the first place and, and just a bit about what the business do. Yeah, Ornua is a dairy cooperative which makes and sells dairy products on behalf of its members. Uh, our members are Ireland dairy processors and in turn Irish farmers. So we help our Irish farmers to get the best uh, out of what we sell. Um, I, it is Ireland's largest exporter of Irish dairy products. We are exporting to 110 countries worldwide. Wow. We are based in Dublin and we have sales over 2 billion and a global team of 2,000 employees. Um, I am into the uh, foods business since I joined Kerry Group. Um, back in 2011. Uh, so um, I have quite a bit of experience in the food domain, uh, understanding uh, type of implications we have with respect to manufacturing sector, how we manage and provide support and services to our business users, including the cybersecurity. Okay, and so I suppose I'd imagine there's a lot of, uh, you cover a lot of areas between IT and OT within your current role. Um, What's the main differences between the two when it comes to security and, 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 um, and why do you think that matters? I think when someone steals my personal information, the consequences is that they might impersonate me, they might steal money from me, there are business consequences to IT breaches. But IT security property is based on how we protect information. But while in IOT, OT security is based on the manufacturing sites, how we protect the manufacturing site with respect to physical security, 
um, physical operations, physical continuity. They what they do at care in the manufacturing side is safety. For example, you go there, first thing they will ask you to do is take safety training before you are allowed to set foot in the site. So OT security is quite different than IT security. Uh, we don't want everything in OT security. Um, it's not same as IT. It's the OT security is built around real-time communication. That's part of the process. Uh, we don't want out, uh, outside traffic for in IT world, all the uh, equipments and computers and servers are interconnected. But in OT security, you don't really need that. Um, the main priority from them, as I explained, is to make sure that you have a physical continuity and business continuity of the, uh, the machineries running in the uh, manufacturing sector. So it's quite different. Okay, and is there much of a crossover between the two? And have you identified that from your time in Kerry Group moving into Ornua? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, with the rapid increase of IoT, the Internet of Devices uh, and technologies in the commercial industrial sector, what we are seeing that the, there is a convergence of traditional IT and OT environment. And this convergence is creating a more collaborative, productive and profitable opportunity for information sharing across the organization by providing the data collection, uh, analytics and also security challenges because now IT and OT are converging together because of the proliferation of the IoT devices. You need to make sure that you can collect the data from IoT uh, surfaces. This provides an opportunity for IT uh, to manage both environment, but at the same time, this provides opportunities for hackers, malware authors, and criminal groups to take advantage of. Uh, that's the biggest challenge. WannaCry and Patia Ransom incidents, if you remember back in 2017, uh, the adverts have become more proficient in exploiting these new threat factors. Now, in my opinion, the IT security is at the board level, is being talked about at a senior executive level, and the awareness has resulted in increased funding um, generally uh, in the IT security world. And But what we need to do is to look into what is necessary for OT environment in terms of funding? Do we have funding available to allow us to protect the OT environment? So converging is happening, is starting to become a significant impact. That's what I'm seeing in the market uh, overall. Um, the another area which I'm seeing, which is a bit different uh, between IT and OT, uh, that we have to be careful as CISO, is lack of standards and regulations for IoT technologies, which makes the planning and implementation of applications quite difficult. The security model we have for IT may not be same as for OT, IoT environments. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Many platforms, many platforms are not in IT world. So the concern be heavier if we don't protect the OT environment. So as a CISO, you need to make sure you protect both type of environment. So you're, so as a CISO now, because of, uh, IoT and industrial internet of things, your remit is now spread across the IT and the OT part of Ornua. Um, that's quite a lot of uh, quite a lot to cover. Um, what sort of challenges do you do you find are are, are arising, and, and what would you what would you suggest as a as I guess like a, a new sort of uh, progression um, in in that direction to to make your role a bit more um, 
a bit easier when it comes to the two of them converging together? I think from OT network uh, perspective, the challenges I'm seeing is there is no clear visibility of OT devices and communications uh, in general. And then the industry protocols available to secure them are not really secure. So they're not really secure that we need it. The equipment we are dealing with in manufacturing sector, this SCADA and ICS devices, are um, they have long life. Uh, they have infrequent maintenance windows. Um, manufacture of these devices, uh, these SCADA machines, they do not provide patches of their applications on a regular basis. That provides okay. quite challenging for us to make sure that we can protect those devices. Um, there is a risk around heavily regulated environment for some companies uh, who are dealing with manufacturing sector to make sure that they provide all these paperwork or whether is paperwork enough for them to justify that their environment is secure is another issue. Um, so in my opinion, the management of these uh, connectivity from suppliers is also another important thing to make sure that our suppliers are following the same standard that we are following. The unauthorized access to OT systems such as PLC and SCADA system could be an issue and whether we are documenting these things. So document, 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 that's very important. You need to know your inventory and also to make sure that you have set of protocols available to protect the environment. Um, you need to make sure when you do merger, merger and acquisitions to make sure that in the factory that you are going to attach to your existing environment follows the same industry practices. So in my opinion, we need to make sure that if we compromise on IT security, is there a risk that we will compromise on OT security? I've seen in the past when um, if a company is compromised from their IT security perspective, they have shut down the factories. And, and that's very common happened in the past. So we have to be ma making sure that um, we are not only relying on IT security and ignoring the whole uh, OT security. Uh, for example, the uh, NotPatch has started from an accounting software in the IT world, but it has closed down a number of factories when it happened back in 2017. I get you. So you mentioned earlier, like around documentation is, is so crucial for, for anything around OT security and when it comes to ensuring that your, your, your business is secure. Um, what other areas would you start in to create OT security in your business um, coming from the role as a CISO? I would say there are three main key things you have to look into security. One is understand and manage data flow, also known as like networking communication. You need to know, you need to maintain accurate asset inventory the vendor, the make, model, firmware, versions, etc. about every individual OT systems uh, in your uh, manufacturing site. You need to monitor their device flow, what is expected, what is abnormal. If you don't really know the abnormal behind, it's very difficult to detect the malicious traffic. So that's the first point. The second point I would say is enforce expected communication patterns or data flow with network segmentation. You need industrial security appliance to be able to perform deep packet inspection and sanity checking on the industrial protocols to enforce authorized communication between devices and our network. Uh, this is a recommended approach, whether you have an air gap network or not, as it mitigates the risk of propagation of malicious and unexpected traffic. The third area that we need to look for is monitor and manage configuration changes of all devices uh, with the control network. Uh, the, the devices, how you monitor them, 
This includes your controls, HMIs, RTUs, engineering workstations, routers, everything you need to monitor. If you miss one or two components, then you're not really monitoring the complete OT network. Um, so monitoring is the third area, which is very, very important for us to make sure uh, when we look into improving OT security, we need to make sure we monitor, look for anomalies, and act accordingly if you see there is an anomalous traffic going on on our network. Brilliant. And that, that can all obviously be done from the, the security operations center, the, the SOC, so that those sort of anomalies will be flagged at the IT security department within the business. Isn't that right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And with all your experience in the manufacturing um, industry and specifically in the dairy manufacturing, but I guess more importantly, just the manufacturing industry in Ireland, um, what are your recommendations to improve the, the cybersecurity posture in, on manufacturing sites throughout, throughout I suppose, yeah. Yeah, globally. I would recommend um, from the manufacturing side, especially dairy industry in Ireland, to make sure that you need to know your conduits, processes, where they are. You can't protect everything all the time, but what you can do, you can protect the most important thing most of the time. Find out the functions whose failure would threaten your company's very survival, catastrophic safety incidents, revenue loss, lawsuits and compliance. And you need to know what are those processes. That's the number one. Rather than trying to protect everything, you need to know your ground jewel. Know what hardware, software, the inventory, I, I repeat again, it's very important that you document your asset. Uh, do very detailed asset inventory, legacy system, safety functions. You need to know everything about your system. Don't document. You don't really know what you have in the factory. Uh, mitigate and protect. You need to make sure you don't have unauthorized uh, internet connection, wireless access point, and direct connections to IT and OT systems, how you are doing it, how you are allowing your suppliers to access your system. That's very important. Can you use multi-factor authentication to allow your suppliers to access your OT system rather than using a weak password or just single-factor authentication? Patching is another very important component and that you are patching your windows and links and controller firmwares to make sure you receive all the patches from the application vendors and you're applying those patches. It's, it's down to basic cyber hygiene, how you do it. Default password should be changed for all the devices that you're using, routers, that's easy target. Um, management of removable devices, you need to make sure if you're connecting a laptop, USB devices, that haven't checked or validated to be connected to um, industrial control system. That's very important. And also I would say that you need to make sure you do proper access management. There has to be a policy around who can access what. Do not leave it with the uh, factory workers to decide who can get access. They will find a way, workaround, a way around to bypass the security, but your process should be followed. You need to make sure you have stringent policies around it. Um, you need to make sure that you come up with a really good patching and upgrade schedule. The patching on manufacturing devices, SCADA system, is very difficult. Um, it's a lot easier in, I, uh, in IT systems. If you need to apply patches on Windows, laptops, desktop, it's way simpler. Uh, you can have patches, but the problem with the industrial uh, control systems, you don't have a test environment for those. So if you need to apply patches and something goes wrong, you have a problem. Plus these systems are running sometimes 24 by seven. So it's very difficult to agree with OT managers to understand when you can apply patches and you're applying patches directly on production. So it poses a risk. If you can't apply patches, 
because of maybe a machine running Windows 7 and Windows XP machine, can you isolate those machines from other uh, ICS networks? That's very important. Um, you need to remove the silos between OT and IT. It's one, you need to make sure IT and OT are working together. Uh, upgrading your supply chain, that's a, an area that needs to be improved in this industry to make sure that when you're working with suppliers and partners, they understand the risk around it. They perform the similar due diligence and audits on their environment because they access your environment. Um, and then make sure that they are also following the same due diligence and same will be applicable when you do merger and acquisitions. Um, I think in my opinion, we also need to look into hardening configuration to make sure that the software controls are properly audited. All these technological things, for example, the patching is one of them, but also hardening configuration uh, are actually applied. Are you taking the backup of the data that are being created by OT systems? Where are you keeping the database backup um, if there is one? So that's another area which you need to make sure you have full control. And lastly, I will say protection of PLCs as well. You need to make sure that the hardware offers the possibility of configuring read-only access for the first level maintenance. So you don't want a factory op operators to make changes in PLCs because that could be catastrophic, the change a end user will make. So do you have a level of approvals available to make sure the changes are not done? These devices are kept separate so network segmentation is also very important to make sure that you don't uh, take a risk. Uh, what happens if one PLC is infected? It could get all of other PLCs and SCADA system be infected. So how do you make sure you, you don't allow that? Uh, we don't have that problem in IT system because if one uh, laptop is infected, you can technically quarantine that laptop. But in PLC world, in OT world, it's not easy. You can't just quarantine one PLC because this will have significant impact from business. If you stop a PLC, it's going to stop a uh, production line. So you have to be very careful on that. Okay. And um, so obviously, like <clears throat> it's cybersecurity and business risk. It's 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 a community effort. It's a business wide effort. And typically, if someone was to be onboarded into a company, going into an office job, there's usually a day or two or a session or two allocated to the cybersecurity policies and introduction to the business and how to conduct yourself moving forward. So for the factory workers, they're obviously they're intera interacting in uh, OT uh, systems that there's elements of um, cybersecurity within those. So for a business that has a manufacturing site um, and they're onboarding staff into this part of the business, from a cybersecurity perspective and business security perspective, what sort of a training would be rolled out to the factory site workers? Um, and would that be any different to someone being onboarded in the office? I think definitely um, when uh, an, a factory worker is onboarded in the factory, there, there are series of trainings which are already in place, which should be happening in any factory, which is around the safety first training. Yeah. Yeah. But from cybersecurity perspective, we need to make sure that they are aware of danger. For example, they should be trained of, um, they can't allow suppliers to access systems which they shouldn't be and they need to make sure there are protocols uh, available uh, for them to follow. So there has to be a policy for factory workers to follow. They should be trained. They should be trained for ICT security policy. 
and they should also be trained for a cybersecurity awareness training is also very important. So they know, they understand the risk around it. Um, so it's not like you just train your IT staff around dangers of cybersecurity. You need to make sure that you equally treat your factory workers because they access your OT systems. And in my opinion, the danger with OT systems, if there is a cybersecurity threat, it could take your whole factory down. Whereas if you have a cybersecurity threat in IT environment, you can quarantine those specific accounts. For example, if an account is hacked, you can yeah. quarantine, yeah. you can reset. It's not easy in OT systems. So training for uh, factory workers is very, very important. They need to know the impact of not following the policies and procedures. And there are industry controls which they need to follow. I think that the best one uh, um, we need to look for um, as industry is IEC 62443 controls. It defines around application availability, security, uh, and business continuity. Uh, these areas uh, are very important for us to follow uh, in these controls. So I would suggest definitely look into uh, similar controls as IEC 62443. Brilliant. Adnan, thanks so much for, for, for being a guest on, on this episode. It was super informative. And um, yeah, I, I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much, John, for the opportunity. AI in Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. For more information, contact mark at aldus.com. Get the Aldus Advantage. Become a member of the Aldus community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all its members. And don't forget our AI on Action podcast. Each week we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career and more. Become an Aldus member and get the Aldus advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldus.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.